0: Record, our bi weekly show, in which we take one recently released album and take a deep dive into it. You can listen to us every other Thursday at 9 30 a.m. on BFF.fm or subscribe to the podcast at ForTheRecordPodcast.com. In this episode, we're talking about the album Bones by Son Lux, and this is the first single and the second track after a short intro, and it's called Changes Everything.
1: This moment changes everything The course of blood within your veins Our strangers form your skeleton
2: does cover a lot of territory and I think it does a good job of letting us know what we're in for when listening to this album. You'll hear that the majority of the sounds are electronic, but I think they're being put together with a more human touch than when I think electronic. I, of course, think like dance music, which is pretty soulless. And here I think it's really put together with care. And it also, I think, importantly introduces the force of nature that is the drummer for this band is just this so powerful And, you know, we saw them live and he just slams on both physical drums and drum pads and it's so forceful and it just, you know, it almost feels like it's going to tear the song apart
0: yeah we're jealous of the people who got to see this band at the independent last week we actually had tickets but were too sick to go but we did see them at south by southwest in march and it was in this very tiny packed windowless room that only held about a hundred people maybe and the like i it was so packed and close and dark that i actually had to leave because i started getting claustrophobic but with those drums it just filled up the whole room
2: Yeah, it it was a little terrifying, but in a good way. I think it was one of the most sort of memorably intense performances of the festival. And when you're seeing several dozen artists, I think it's pretty hard to stand out. And they certainly did. We did discuss it actually on the South by Southwest recap episode, but there I think it was more in the context of the festival as a whole. And here I think we can really get into the role that this song plays on the album. And I think it does introduce some musical and lyrical ideas that get revisited later multiple times. And I think it does establish this tension between uh, the frontman, Ryan Lott, has this almost emo, earnest vocal style and these sort of swooping melodramatic synths and then these moments like that drum blast that are just so visceral and primal. Mm -hmm. And for me, I, I was a little surprised by how catchy that combination is. It really works. I think this next track is maybe even catchier, and this is called Flight.
0: picked that clip to play because it does a good job of showing how this song, like all of the songs on this record, go through multiple movements and have a very cinematic feel to them, the way that they kind of change tones and moods even within a single song. And I, was, I wasn't I was surprised to learn that Ryan Lott, who up until now has been the entirety of Sunlocks, this is actually the first album with a real band playing on it and not just him kind of picking and choosing collaborators, you know, on a track-by-track basis, but I wasn't surprised to learn that he was a classically trained musician who has done quite a bit of work on film scores. He really carries that over into this album by making a record that's thematically consistent. And it keeps coming back to the same themes, but it also feels very dramatic and cinematic.
2: Yeah, this knowing about this gives me another reason to watch the movie Looper, where he uh, performed and composed a bunch of the music. It's sort of fun. The IMDb page it lists both him as pianist and Sun Lux as composer. I, uh, I
0: never saw that movie.
2: Well, it's... Uh, it's very nerdy and awesome. But uh in any case, I think that uh where that first song I think was pretty somatic. I think this is a this second track flight is a lot dancier. It gets into more of this rhythm and you know that drumming before was really showy with nothing and then these blasts of sound here. It's a little more consistent and more of a steady beat. And I think the instrumentation is a little less challenging. Mm-hmm. But then you know even with that this, that strips away and we get these quiet moments and now we hear the third member of the band who's the guitarist i'm gonna mangle his name almost certainly but Rafik Batya, and he steps up front here and there's just this really warm but also really intricate and interesting guitar line and i think it just enhances the experience above just a dance track
0: You may have noticed by now that these first two tracks both touch on themes about the body and physicality that run throughout the album the title is bones and there are references throughout of our bones and our body being something that traps us but is also a place of grounding and safety The album is bookended by these intro and outro tracks called Breathe In and Breathe Out, and lyrics about breath appear in many of the songs, and there are echoes back and kind of quoted lyrics between the songs. I think the juxtaposition that he's trying to set up is of our bones being what traps us and the breath being representative of, like, the soul, and it's what's able to escape our bones and be released into the world. There's a line in the song that goes, Trade this heavy cage of bones for flight that I think underlines that theme, and then in Changes Everything, there's the line, let the bones glow as they break free. There's also a lot of physicality in this next song called You Don't Know Me, where the person being addressed is tracing my scars and drinking wine from my heart.
2: backing vocals on this track sound almost like a gospel choir which is i think a pretty odd combination with the plinky synths that we hear but i think this is where ryan lot benefits from his wide collaboration because he has access to a lot of really strong singers whom he's gathered here for to flesh out the sound i think there's Voice, if anything, is stronger than his is.
0: It's interesting that you contrast his—you point out his voice as not being that strong because apparently he had bronchitis when he did the first tracking of the vocals, and he decided not to do them over once he got better because he liked that they sounded so raw. And I think that was the right choice.
2: Yeah, there certainly is an immediacy to the vocals here. You get the sense of str- that he's straining his voice, and I think that that it works nicely with these feelings of alienation that he's mm-hmm. trying to express. And, you know, I think this, uh, this song is actually one of the less idea-dense on the album. It's, I think, a little more simplistic. And even though, you know, simplistic in the context of this album is still one that combines synths, evoke, the solo vocals, the choir, this guitar solo. You know, there's so much going on, but it's just a little more restrained here. I think my personal tastes run towards me a little more bombastic. And so for that reason, I do appreciate this next track this time.
0: experimentation is going on in this song it starts with that just really clear syncopated percussion and then as the song progresses he just keeps layering on these additional elements and it goes from in the clip we played there to the kind of rhythmic drumming that stops and starts and then there's a digital solo i mean sorry a guitar solo i i was going off on another tangent there and then that changes into using like this feedback or kind of synth noise as a melodic instrument and it's that attention to detail that I really enjoyed when listening to this album over and over again. and I kept just noticing new things every time.
2: Yeah, Ryan Laud has this ability to add just layer after layer and somehow the entire production doesn't just collapse under its own weight. I think it's really an impressive skill. And here you know he he has these backing vocals, which are you know natural, strong human voices. but then he sequences them so precisely that they almost sound synthetic. And then at the same time, he has these vocals that in that middle section are almost operatic. He's a man who's not afraid of grandiosity, uh, shows here. This song also has one of the first cases of a reference to earlier in the album. It just ends with pretty much a direct quotation from Changes Everything. I think it works. That song was about transforming, you know, the transformative potential of this moment. And then this song, This Time, is seems almost to be trying to deliver on that promise and it ends just with this simultaneously shouted shouted and whispered everything and it's cute
0: yeah transformation is another significant theme in this album and i like how he keeps coming back to these echoes of other songs either musically or lyrically and it really ties the album together you know i've said in the past that i like thematic consistency and people who approach a record as a single piece of art which is the main reason that we do this show in the format that we do The next song focuses more on that theme of transformation by going from asking the question, am I the only one, where are the others? And eventually arriving at the answer, I am the
1: others.
2: Tracks on this album. I do like having this quieter, more meditative song, which is right here at the midpoint of the album. And I think it is very aware of that position. The lyrics include this repeated breathe in, breathe out, referring to that first and last track on the album. And I, I think that repeat, repetition, though, is kind of interesting. I think we've discussed on earlier episodes how I don't always pick up on it lyrics as quickly as you do uh, especially when the music has a lot going on to distract me from the lyrics and I think that's true of a lot of the songs here and so this song has that repeated breathe in breathe out and then also this you are the more the most fortunate one and that's what I picked up on much more than you know the title of the song I'm the others and that I think really interesting theme and question answer that you described introducing the song But, you know, maybe that's a good thing that, hey, it took several listens. And I think I hadn't really even fully picked up on that coming into this recording. This is, you know, I think we're going to be coming back to this. It rewards repeat listening for me. I think there's both musical and lyrical stuff that wasn't obvious at first. And it's good to have that depth.
0: Yeah, I don't know who the female vocalists are in this record. Apparently there were a bunch of different contributors, but it's a really great counterpoint to the raw brittleness of his voice. I was trying to think of any reference point for any vocalist who sounds like him, and the closest I could come is Jamie Stewart of Shushu, especially on the album Fabulous Muscles. But his voice there is more intentionally amateurish and kind of raw, and I think Ryan Lott strikes a better balance with what he's doing vocally, and I I think it works really well. We're now at the midpoint of the album, and the first track on what would traditionally be the B-side is called Your Day Will Come.
1: Open your ears.
2: starts really quietly and at first it actually seems like a repeat of the first track which is I think a nice effect for the first track of this B-side and it you know includes these same lyrics close your eyes and open your ears and then after two calm minutes of quiet reflection it just opens up into this soaring dramatic maybe a little overwrought conclusion but one that I think is really satisfying and you know you mentioned cinematic I think this is the most cinematic part of the album for me
0: The first part of this that we didn't play is just these minimalist synth loops and very quiet vocals. And, you know, like you said, it's just very calm. And it's I thought it was actually kind of boring when you're listening to it. But I think it does a good job of building tension and doing a slow lead up to the last minute and a half of the song. And then the drama just kind of boils over. And of course, you know, your day will come is a very kind of dramatic phrase to have as the chorus and it's just more of, as we talked about a demonstration of his skills and his history doing film scores.
2: You do raise an interesting point there that, you know, some film scores can be super effective in the context of the movie with the action on screen. And then when you pull them out and try to listen to them, they don't quite work. And I think that the beginning of this track maybe has a little of that, that it's like he, he has some, you know, dramatic vision in mind, but then when you're actually listening to that part by itself, it's maybe a little too quiet, a little too boring. Um, but I would say that, you know, that's unusual on the album. I think most of the time, the quiet moments still have enough going on or are brief enough that they don't really try our patience. I think one of the things I, I notice is that, you know, when it does get dramatic, it usually still s- stays not too fast. It stays at fast as maybe mid-tempo. So I am glad for the change-up on this next track where we hear the f- really fast percussion. It's called Undone.
0: lot of discussion about which part of this song to play because the first three minutes are pretty consistent with that syncopated intense drumming but then at the end it kind of breaks down into this weird loungy jazz with a guitar solo but then we agree that the more successful part of this track is the super fast drumming that starts and stops combined with the very sort of light breathy vocals and it manages to be both brittle and intense at the same time and I really like that combination
2: Yeah, I I called out the drumming early on in the episode specifically calling out the power but I think this track drives home how impressive the drummer Ian Chang really is because he can handle loud but also soft, you know, pretty simple steady beats or also this incredibly complicated syncopation as we hear here and a wide range of tempos and I, I think he mostly doesn't call attention to himself unless it really makes sense in the song. But, you know, I am generally impressed on the album by that range within songs of disparate parts that work together. And, you know, we talked about that jazzy ending of the song and it just feels tacked on in a way that isn't successful for me. Uh, But again, I'm glad that that's an anomaly. I think it usually works. It's kind of just calls attention to itself here. But after some, you know, even though the percussion is really fast, I think the lyrics are very calm. But as we come into the end of the album, there is a symmetry. We had extreme emotionality at the beginning of the album, and now that comes back, coming into this home stretch, and we hear that on the next track, White Lies.
0: Another song where it was tough to pick a section to play because we go it, we go from that into kind of like an industrial rave sound with digital cowbell at the end, and I think there are a lot of songs here where they take a weird turn, but I think this one in particular was just not successful with those two combinations of halves.
2: Yeah, I on the other hand really appreciated the left turn that this song took. I I found that beginning of the song which makes up the bulk of it to be a little cheesy kind of saccharine and so this industrial freak out at the end kind of saved me from the boredom and looking at the album as a whole though I think that is a through line that there is kind of this earnestness that's a bit much for me but then there's so much talent in the putting together these all three of these musicians are so talented and I like how the songs take these unexpected turns and just overall it's compelling and enjoyable even after several listens and i for one do respect any electronic dominated band that's as good live as these guys are
0: i agree it's a cliche to say that an album rewards repeated listens but this one definitely does and it wraps it all together at the end with the penultimate track that we'll go out on which is called now i want And this song brings together this lively percussion and the gospel choir vocals and some weird little piano solos, and it ties together with the theme of transformation with the chorus, Now I Want to Be Free. And so it's kind of like we've gone through this process of being trapped and trying to break out, and now we're moving towards whatever the end state is. So we'll go out with that. We've been discussing the new album Bones by Son Lux, and this is For the Record. Thanks for listening.
1: For this, I'm not sorry.